Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey everybody, this is Tom Billu from Impact Theory. Hey, this is Mark Mastandrea from Iconic. Hey, this is Dean Graziosi, author of Millionaire Success Habits. And if you want to build tremendously impactful relationships, and if you want to learn how to blow up your network, and if you want to learn the habits that create great relationships, you must be listening to the Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. With my friend, Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. All right, guys, this one is a powerhouse. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Network podcast. Today is a topic episode where we are going to be diving into part four of this who or what series where we ask people who you know or what you know, which one is really more important. And today we are featuring three awesome, awesome dudes. First off, we have Mark Brazil. He's the co-founder of the canvas art company, Iconic. They recently have done a couple of licensing deals with one of the other people in this episode, as well as Gary Vaynerchuk himself. So that leads me perfectly into Tom Bilyeu. Tom Bilyeu is the other guy that did a licensing deal with Iconic recently. And uh, Tom is the founder, one of the co-founders of Quest Nutrition. It's a billion dollar company that he exited recently to start Impact Theory, which is a company that he is planning on rivaling Disney with in terms of the entertainment space. And uh, I promise you this, if you go listen to Tom Bilyeu's content, you will never, ever be disappointed. So if it's not already in your podcasting lineup, 
add it to your lineup and thank me later. And then we have Dean Graziosi, who is a networking extraordinaire, really. The, the guy is a master of building real quality relationships with people. And uh, he's had billions of dollars in sales in his career. And he's partnered with Tony Robbins on things. He just has really creative ways to get a hold of people. And uh, one of the best natural networkers that I have, that I've ever had the privilege of interviewing here on the show. So today, Tom Bilyeu, Mark Brazil, Dean Graziosi, all talking about who you know or what you know. So definitely you are not going to want to miss out on this one. But first, really, really quickly, I would love to see you. I would love to meet you in person, connect with you in person here at my live event. First live event out here in Las Vegas, November 8th through 10th at Top Golf. Yeah, you heard me right. That is at Top Golf. We're having the entire event at Top Golf. That's not just one of the nightly activities. We're having literally the whole event there. So it's going to be a fantastic time. We're focused on connection over content. So all the people that are there, you will be able to get to know. And even the speakers will be out and about spending time with the attendees, especially if you're a VIP ticket holder, which you're definitely going to want to upgrade. I can promise you I will over deliver if you are on a VIP ticket experience. So don't hesitate. Don't wait until it's full and then you're just sitting at home looking at all the pictures and getting severe FOMO. For those of you who don't know, that's fear of missing out. Uh, so don't avoid FOMO this November and just grab your ticket right now. Make it easy on yourself. That's buildyournetworklive.com and I will be happy or thrilled to meet you in person and see you out here in Vegas in November. So now here is my chat with Tom Bilyeu, Mark Brazil, and Dean Graziosi with Who You Know or What You Know, part number four. Do you believe that who you know or what you know is more important and why? Ultimately, it's going to be what you know for sure, but I think to discredit who you know would be a mistake. So this is one where you're really going to have to do both. You need to be extraordinary because the easiest way to get to know people is to leave them in awe. And I cannot tell you, like we set up impact theory to be a honeypot. So I get people on the show that it would be useful to me to impress. And then I put them in a situation where I'm most likely to impress them. Mm -hmm. So first of all, they come into the house. That's number one. Control in the frame. Right. Yeah. Number two, the team treats them like rock stars from the moment they walk in. Mm -hmm. So they're already feeling really good about it. Three, I'm going to do so much research. I'm going to know all about them, which they feel very honored by. I write mm -hmm. an intro that really shows what I think about them and how yeah. I feel about My them. My favorite part of your show is the intro. And then through the interview, I show that I'm not hyping you. Like this is real. Like I've really gotten something from you and yeah. I want to share that. And so I set them up to shine as much as possible. I try to get out of the way. I try to let them do their thing. And then my outros are showing that I was listening the whole time, that there's something about them that I have been really touched by and I can articulate it. And saying that in front of them so they know I'm sincere, that I'm willing to say it in front of my audience really brings home for them that none of this was bullshit, yeah. that this was legit, like from first to last, we're super careful about who we bring on the show for that reason, because I never want to hype somebody and it be empty or BS. And from that, because I've worked so hard on that skill set. I'm able to impress them with what I know, and then they become someone that I know. And so I've built a lot of friendships off of that. And also when people see it and they're like, whoa, this is great. This has added a lot of value to my life. Now they feel some kind of way about me. And so mm -hmm. when I meet them, they're like, whoa, man, you added this value to my life. There's like this warmth that they feel. And so that's allowed me to make connections because I'm actually quite introverted, which is weird because I, when I was younger, I was much more outgoing. As I became more self-aware, yeah. I became way more introverted. <laughs> so I really don't like the cold open. Mm -hmm. So 
having that out there where at a party there might be a couple people that have seen the show. And so it's like this rad way for me to overcome this like otherwise sort of reclusive tendency. So that's been super powerful. But it really is born of I've worked my ass off to develop a skill set. That skill set leaves people in awe. And then from that, I'm able to build relationships where people are like, yo, this guy's good. He's got work ethic. He's crazy. Like, look what he's done. You know what I mean? So that really is important. But now you're in the door. Now you've got to be a legitimate, like somebody who adds value. You don't have to be real close, like vulnerable friends with everybody, Mm -hmm, but but you've got to be adding value. It's got to be a reciprocal relationship. There's really got to be something there. It can't just be, I mean, it can be transactional, but I think you'll find you get the least out of transactional relationships. You get the most when there's really something there emotionally, there's a connection and understanding and investment. Like those go the farthest. Yeah. So if you're the average of the five people spend most time with, what would be your best advice for somebody listening right now to level up their network and associations so that they can change their environment and become the person that they need to be? Books and podcasts. Like there isn't a time in my life where the five people that I'm spending the most time with, at least two of them aren't people in books or podcasts. So I think that's a really big deal. And we're living in this extraordinary time where You've got people like you, me, and a whole host of other people pouring their guts out for free with everything they've ever learned, like really giving it away. I'm not holding anything back. I'm trying to give people everything they need to get the fuck out of the matrix. Why do I do that? Because I want them to feel some kind of way about me. There are going to be things that I'm going to sell, make no doubt about it. I'm going to ask people to go stand outside Netflix and say, you got to take on this next Impact Theory movie. Like there are going to be asks that I'm going to have in Mm -hmm. no uncertain terms. But if they know that I've really broken myself in half to add value, some percentage of them will do it. It won't be everybody, but it'll be some percentage and it will be insanely powerful. So knowing that you can interact with them, I mean, it's like it's fucking one-on-one. Like the camera that's on us, right? I mean, these are close. It's intimate shit. Like they they are getting the same experience that you're getting. I mean, there's a little something extra to presence where you like really feel that, but hey, VR is coming. That's crazy, but it's a big deal. And now you can watch enough of one person's content where you know how they think. And so you can begin to adopt that and say, hey, I'm going to try thinking like Tom for a minute. I'm going to try thinking like Jordan for a minute Mm -hmm. and see like what fits, what feels good. Start there and then that becomes that base and then interact with people in that community, right? So if you go on right now in my Instagram comments and start hitting people up, you obviously both like Tom Bilyeu content. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's like, hey, Watch who comments in what way. Like, who do you resonate with? DM them, reach out and say, look, man, I'm, I really vibe with this dude. I really vibe with this card, whatever. You seem rad. I'm in LA. Where are you at? Like, you can build online relationships. And then, you know, if you want to take it offline. And we've had people do that, build their own communities off of us. The guy that does Tom Bilyeu Classics, which is all the old interviews that I did. Mm-hmm. He's not involved with us in any way, shape or form. Yeah. But he has created, he's got like, like 50,000 followers or something. So, I mean, there are ways to do this kind of stuff where you can build your own tribe of like-minded people to get those people in your life so they don't need to be in your family, they don't need to be at your school. It's just too easy now to connect with people. This episode of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're actually paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know that you're going to pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage that you're used to, 
but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead and then passes those savings directly to you, the consumer. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just $15 a month. Yes, 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And with Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data that you'll never, ever use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. And use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash Travis. That's mintmobile.com slash Travis. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Travis. What's up, everybody? Just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite new podcasting app, Himalaya. If you are not listening to podcasts on this app, you are definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play Store, download Himalaya today, and then thank me later. Who you know or what you know, which one is more important and why? Honestly, I bet you this is the less, the, the answer that said less. It's definitely what. Because I know so many people that know a lot of people, but they don't have any real value to add. I always say the most defensible thing in any market is intelligence and skills. If you're really good at something, no matter what, people are going to want it. But you can know all these people, but if you're not providing value, then you're just another guy. And obviously there's extenuating circumstances. If you come from a, a billionaire family, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. But there's always going to be a spot for the smart guy. Yeah. Totally. Always. That's why I frame the question like that, bro. Cause like, I think it's the who, but I frame it like that. Cause I don't want people picking who cause, cause they're on my show. So like, I, I appreciate all of like every time somebody gives me like a different insight, like bro, everything that you're saying yeah. is based on your experience. So like, yeah. that's dope. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me a story specifically about a time where you were hitting a wall or maybe an obstacle that you couldn't quite figure out where like a connection that you had helped you move around or jump over or push through that, that obstacle or that wall. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine 
is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at Indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need hire, you need Indeed. I mean, that's mil- I mean, that's every single day. <laughs> I mean, it's just literally people come to me if they need anything. Yeah. They need an accountant. They need a lawyer. They need jeans. They need socks. They need neck. I mean, it's just, it's just everywhere. Right. Even that story that you just told about Gary V, like yeah. the Gary V thing was awesome and the value there and, and working for the firm for free and like all this stuff was there. But there was one piece that maybe not everybody picked out is like, you knew a guy yep. that worked in the office yeah. that could get you the meeting, right? Yep. Like you knew that if, if I could get the meeting, like your, what was going to kick in, right? Like, yep. Hey, I, I know that I know my stuff. So if I can just sit down with Gary I know that we're going to be able to work something out, but knowing the guy that could actually put the meeting together yep. was what enabled you to actually get your foot in the door. I got to tell this last one because it's too good and it pertains to why the who and the what is important. Yeah. How we met Scooter. So um, I was in a fraternity called Sammy in uh, University of Delaware. One of my pledges, his name was Lee Levenberg. His best friend from home from Long Island, his name was Michael George. Michael George was managing a guy named Hoodie Allen who years back had blown up. Michael moves to California and things don't work out with Hoodie. Kind of the same situation as me. Moves to California, things don't work out. Didn't know Michael, but Lee was like my little homie in my fraternity. And he's like, yo, Michael's here. I know you know some people. Anyway, you can take him around. So literally, and this is when I was broke, but connected. So I took him to a bunch of meetings just for no, just because Lee was my guy. Mm -hmm. And just because I'm a nice guy and it's, it's value first. Right. So Michael ends up discovering Martin Garrix, who he found him on SoundCloud, who Martin Garrix, people all know, probably makes 15 or $20 million a year. And then Michael brought Martin Garrix to Scooter Braun and then helped build out the EDM division. So this was, Michael wasn't really my friend. Jimmy was, but he wasn't. We'd talk occasionally. And I had gone to Michael for all of these brands I was with, for hats. And he was like, eh, whatever. For the NBA license blankets, he's like, eh, whatever. And then I go to him for the blankets and he's like, what else are you working on? And I told him about Iconic. And he's like, oh, Scooter loves art. Really? So then he just hooked us up with Scooter. And then two minutes in, Scooter's like, love you guys. Yeah. Done deal. What are we doing? <laughs> so that's literally about providing value. Yeah. When no one wanted to help Michael, I helped right. Michael. But without the expectation of receiving anything. Yep. Right. Because that's, that's the whole caveat yep. right there. Because a lot of people are on board with helping people, yep. but only in a transactional manner. So like there was zero chance that you could have at that point looked into the future and been like, one day I'll be working at this like canvas company yep. and we're going to be looking for strategic partners. And mm-hmm. so if I help out this guy, he's going to have the connection that in the future I'll be able to take it. Like there's zero chance you could actually plan that out and move step yep. by step through the process. It's just putting out good for people. And then like, it just comes back. There's just it no always way. always works yeah. out. I don't know how to explain it. And I feel like people just, I guess there's some people that just don't act on intuition and they need, they need more hard examples or whatever it is, yeah, but like right. it always works out. Right. So totally. yeah, that, that's a crazy story that for me, love it, bro. I laugh about it, that it's just like, all I needed was just, and I tell Scooter all the time, he goes to me, he goes, what do you want from me? And I go, Scooter, give me layups. So he gives me layups and I go and slam dunk it. Yeah. So that's something. Right. So Love it, bro. I know we could sit here and chat for probably another couple of hours. So let's, sure. let's kind of move on here to the last segment, something I like to call the random round. Few quick random questions and quick random answers. Ready? Let's hit it. 
what profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? I like like what Brad's doing. We're, we're in Bradley Studios right now, just teaching. I'm, I'm very passionate about teaching. So I think that in my later life, doing teaching slash angel investing. If you could sit on a park bench with someone past or present and talk with them for an hour, who would it be and why? Kobe Bryant. Kobe, I recently started consuming his content very heavily. His mindset and work ethic is just... Unbelievable. Next level. Yeah. How do you like to consume content? Books, blogs, audiobooks, podcasts, or videos? A combination of everything, but I would say the thing I like most is books. Um, and I recently, again, on my Let's Podcast, I listened to a guy named Jim Quick. Quick, oh, yeah. K-W-I-K. Mm-hmm. He's a, a brain expert, a learner. I'm actually in contact with him now. He's a great guy. So I've actually optimized how I learn and read and teach through him. So now I'm a big book guy and notes guy. How have you gone about creating relationships with people of influence like them? And how do you suggest other people do that? Yeah, great question. Reciprocity. Reciprocity and don't keep score. Like Mm. we're in a world where it's like, I'll do something for you, man. If you do something for me, I'll do your podcast, but how big's your list? What can you do for me? How many books can we push? Like if you put out in the world, good intention, do for somebody first, expecting nothing in return. Maybe the person you do it for takes advantage of you and gives you nothing and you don't get to network, you don't get to do business, but all of a sudden you're standing there and someone taps on your shoulder and a deal comes out of nowhere. And you're like, I wonder where that came from. It's because the law of the universe. Yeah. Reciprocity is giving, helping with expecting nothing in return, but it always comes back. I'll give you an example. Tony Robbins. Tony changed my life 15 years ago through books and tapes and audios with great impact on my life. About seven years ago, my buddy Joe Polish and Tony are friends. I'm, we're flying on a plane. I said, hey, man, I want to meet Tony. It's time. So he does a quick video, introduces us. Tony says, yeah, come on out. Let's meet. So I go to Chicago, have lunch with Tony. I go to UPW, is Unleash the Power Within. We rock the house. It was amazing. And I leave, and I notice something with Tony's business. When you leave one of his events, I notice that you weren't getting like follow-up emails. Like Tony gives you the freaking juice, man. You're all lit up. You want more of it. And I wasn't getting any emails and that's a follow-up sequence. And Mm -hmm. in a marketing world, it's like, I sell you a course, you come to one of my events and I just want you to use it. I want you to stay motivated. I want to help change your life. Tony's whole mission on this earth is to change people's lives. So I had this idea and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I took my team. I built a whole follow-up sequence. I I wrote all the emails. I filmed videos as if I was Tony on what I would suggest to do. Tony gave it to his team. He lost his mind. I mean, we had hours and hours and hours in this. Then I sat, he brought his whole team. We sat around a conference table of 20 people. I shared all of them, the art of reciprocity and how to bond with your clients more. Tony got done. I'll put it this way. When he was done, he emailed me a picture of his black card, his Black American Express and said, dude, you made me millions with what you did. And I get to change more people's lives. Charge me whatever you want. Now, of course Hmm. I didn't charge him a dime, but I did for, and I looked for nothing in return. You know why I wanted to do it? is because Tony changed my life seven years ago with the tapes and books that I bought. And I was just giving back to him. He gave so much to the world. He's given so much to so many people. It was my honor. It was my privilege. I wasn't looking for anything. I didn't ask him. I didn't take that money. I didn't take a deal. I never asked him to do anything for me. And since that day, Tony and I have been best friends. I talk to Tony every single week of my life. Anything we do, to we meet wherever we can. He just called me and said, let's meet in Australia and play squash. And then we'll speak on one of his events. Like, I built that relationship. A lot of people want it, but I didn't go in just looking for something. Have we made millions of dollars together since then? Yes. I'll give you another one. Ariana Huffington, who started Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She started it in her 60s and sold it for 315 million bucks and still owns 50% of it. In her 60s, everybody told her she was insane. So Ariana Huffington, I wanted to pick her brain. Like, wouldn't you want to sit down and talk to Ariana Huffington? Of course. <laughs> so when her, when her book Thrive came out, 
Now, I'm not saying if you don't have money, just do something. But when her book Thrive came out, I made sure I got connected with her and I bought $25,000 worth of her books to help her on the New York Times bestseller list. I bought it, never asked for anything. And one day she's like, oh my God, you're so sweet. How come you did that? I said, because you've done amazing things for the world. And I just thought I'd help out. She goes, what can I do? I said, how about an interview? Sat down and got an interview, got to ask her every question I wanted. And I can call Ariana anytime I want. She's helped me out on so many things. And the list goes on. I did the same thing for Richard Branson. I wanted to meet Richard Branson, me and Joe Polish. We went around to a bunch of entrepreneurs and raised a million dollars for Virgin Unite. And we ended up spending a week on Richard Branson's island with just him. I ended up, I got to sail around the island. Richard Branson's still in my phone to this day because I reached out and did something for his charity first. doesn't matter what level. It could be opening a door. It could be cleaning out someone's garage, as simple as that. Or it could be solving a problem for someone else, not looking for anything in return. And you know, you might do something for three people and they're jackasses. They don't give you anything back. It's okay. The universe will reward you in ways that you could never imagine. So you want to network, know the art of reciprocity. This is some next level networking stuff right here. Everybody listening should be taking some avid, avid notes right now because literally everything that Dean is talking about right now is everything that I try to teach, but just on a massive scale with massive influencers who have massive impact and influence. And all of that is totally possible. So that's the biggest thing is we take this all the way back to the beginning of the conversation now, Dean, and say, look, it all starts with mindset. Like you didn't have this idea of like, man, it'd be so cool to meet Tony Robbins. But anyway, and then keep talking about whatever you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. It was like, it'd be so cool to meet Tony Robbins. Hey, Joe, make an intro. Like, let me try to meet this guy. Then when you yeah. meet him, you weren't in this like phase of what, can, what I get? can I get out of this? Like, what can I learn from this? How can I make money off of this? What can I partner on with him? No, no, no. It was in a situation where it's like, how can I add value to somebody who's given me so much? And that by itself, those two mental shifts by changing your thought process from it's impossible to how can it be done? And then changing your thought process from what can I get to how can I give? Wow. Those two just fundamental pivots are so, so, so crucial. So Dean, last question here on networking, and we'll move into this last segment of the interview here. This is a question I ask every single person that comes on the show. Yeah. I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about it. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? For me, it's what? I know you're about networking and I believe that, but I think that the who, in my opinion, the who won't come unless you know the what. Hmm. Because if you network without true, I mean, I wrote a book, Millionaire Success Habits. If you don't have the right success habits, if you don't have your core values aligned, you could do all the right. You could build the reciprocity. You could do something for someone else. You can get to the right party. You can have the perfect suit on. You could say the right words and the relationship will fall apart if you're not talking the same language as that person. Everybody that's successful has a gazillion people trying to reach out to them. I get a thousand messages a day, a thousand. Every single day is like, hey, we should do this. We should do that. It's like, how do you disseminate all that stuff? It's yeah. the people that I feel that have the wisdom, that understand their values. They understand what their mission is. Listen, I just hired, in the last five weeks, I've hired a bunch of kids under 22 years old working on my team because I see their values. I see where they're going. They got through me through Instagram, going to my team like, hey, man, this, this kid seems like he's got his together. You should look at his bio. You should, we should hear him out because they knew the what they read all my books. They read other people's books. They had the core, they had the success habits. And then you should do everything that you teach everybody to do. Once you have that, and you don't need a hundred years experience. You just need to figure your stuff out. Yeah. Once you have that, then when you get the connection, guess what? You keep it. I can still call Tony any minute, Ariana Huffington, Richard Branson, and a hundred other people. I could make that call today 
and still get results. Not because I met them. It's because I knew when I met them, I had the what. So that's my opinion. Yeah, totally. And that's why I asked that question that way, because I've found that, I mean, I've interviewed now like over 130 people on the show. And when I first started asking that question, I thought it was just a tee up to the conversation, right? I was just like, here's a quick lob, knock it out of the park. We'll talk about networking the rest of the show. And it was interesting is that I started getting different answers for that question. So now it's like the question I really like, I enjoy hearing what people's feedback is on that because I always was just like, oh yeah, everybody's going to say who, and then we'll talk about networking, right? (laughs) So now it's like something I asked like towards the end of the interview, because it's just like everybody a different perspective on it. I do love what you said, though, about how you just hired a bunch of 22-year-olds because I think that some people wait too long to try to network because they're too focused on the what, meaning that they don't give themselves enough credit to go out and meet people that they want to meet. And just, um, you know, so, one of them is 17. Yeah, so there you go. Perfect example. Like he's a obvi- badass. Yeah, so obviously this kid hasn't gone out and made like $10 million and he's not probably not a New York Times bestselling author or, or like any of that no, stuff. No, he, he still has pimples on his face. <laughs> yeah, but he's super <laughs> ambitious and he's got competence, right? So yeah. to me, the competency is like the most important thing is like if you're competent and you know your stuff and that kind of a thing, like then you have permission to go meet these people now. So go do it. Don't use the fact that you're not a millionaire yet holds you back from like going out and meeting some people that you really want to meet because they could probably help you get to that point anyway. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As most of you know, I talk a lot about giving value to others. This podcast is one of the ways that I do that since all the content from the show is totally 100% for free. And when people ask me how they can add value to me, one of the ways I tell them is to head over to iTunes, hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and review. This not only gives me valuable feedback on what you think about the show, but it also helps me with Apple's algorithm. So please, 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 if you have not done that yet, head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review for the show. It adds tremendous value and it only takes a minute or two of your time. Also, if you have not yet registered for my live event out here at Top Golf behind MGM in Las Vegas this coming November, then you're going to want to head to buildyournetworklive.com to do that right away. Seating is extremely limited, so you need to act fast on this. Head to buildyournetworklive.com to grab your ticket today. Trust me, you are going to want to be a part of this inaugural live event so that in 10 years from now, you can brag about being one of the founding members. Plus, you know me, I promise I will over-deliver on value and make it worth way more than you are going to invest to get here. So have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.